Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Get up, get up, get busy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rebel. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And Luke Moore's here. All right. And he's a dangerous man with some money in his pocket. It's Pete Donaldson. Hello, everyone. Everybody, three's company, but four's a ramble. You all know this. But before we start the show, I'm bloody delighted to announce that our latest monthly special is out now for ACAST Plus subscribers. Our very own Luke Moore chatted to none other than Jamie Carragher about his England and Liverpool career, of course, as well as his move into the media and that famous night in Istanbul. I've heard it. It's genuinely fascinating and well worth mm. uh, a listen. So su- subscribe to Acast Plus, receive all our monthly specials as well as ad-free ramble episodes. Download the Acast app. Right, gentlemen. I was, I was only here for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and we're yeah. interviewing Jamie Carragher. Ranieri's gone. Can I just say, in that intro you did when the music was playing, yes. I, I don't know if Jim feels the same, I've never felt more dismissed than you just want to get to the fact that Pete's back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfectly understandable, by the yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's but, waiting uh, for dessert. Jim's here. All right, all right. Luke's here. And Pete Donaldson's <laughs> yeah. here. Most importantly, yeah. exactly. I felt like an undercard. 
You've been to a live show. That's <laughs> true. You, you hear the screaming. I have. Yeah. She's been to the live show. Just, Luke's I'm in not it. our warm-up act. <laughs> I'm in it. Yeah. They were audible boos. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the show that was near Southampton. <laughs> we'll get to Southampton in a short while. Now, we just witnessed the 89th Academy Awards. Um, that went well. The Oscars, mm. I believe they call it. Yeah, well, the ramble hit. of the film awards. <laughs> <laughs> the way it was dispensed. Dean Windass Hall of Fame all over again, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. So then, gentlemen, if you could present an award to anybody from the world of football, what would it be for and who would it be to, Jim? I would like to see, um, once and for all, the most terrifying club mascot recognised. Because th- there are so many, like, horrific felt nightmares out there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the Partick one? The Partick Thistle one. That's it was, the best it was obviously one. a strong contender, yeah. the, the, the David Shrigley one. But there are a, a lot, lot more out there. The it's like, it looks like a little weird, angry star man de- designed yeah. by a notable UK artist, David Shrigley. Right. It's a Partick Thistle. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's terrifying. It's enjoyable. Quite it's, almost, it's almost as terrifying as Mark McGee. <laughs> but, not, but not quite more yeah. on him later by I the was way. about to say Mark McGee fans keep, uh, keep still both of you keep uh, keep, keep your attention mm. so uh, Scunthorpe I've got one called the Scunny Bunny which is this sort Ooh. of terrifying oh, Donnie Darko style like rabbit vibrator I don't, I, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear more about that oh Pete's back ladies <laughs> and gentlemen like someone on the market I got you Scunny Bunnies two for a tenner yeah, well, club three handkerchiefs 50 pence club merchandise is getting stranger all the time yeah, so maybe yeah. there's a gap in the market there um, don't I, call him that mate it's <laughs> <laughs> part of a lady oh Peter Peter Donaldson minutes it's taken minutes you're not on it? your sex holiday now <laughs> <laughs> to Beijing. Although, well, judging by the gas, man, you couldn't get up to anything. <laughs> you can be weird anywhere, Pete. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you're out of our sight, Jim, it's all That's what dubious. I said on the visa. <laughs> Jim, with his asthma, he couldn't get up to anything. <laughs> yeah, I heard it and I chose to ignore it. The biggest cod- we, we know oh, yeah. it's not true. The air quality's terrible there. The biggest contraceptive Pete's got is that shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, stop let's stop not bring the shirt about his shirt. Good God. <laughs> it's not an audio feature, for one thing. So, um... It's not a visual feature. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visual assault. God, you impress yeah, I'm, I'm really trying, mate. Um, so, uh, Peter, you'll be aware of the Newcastle mascots. Um, uh, they're Maggie and Monty Magpie, aren't they? Yeah. They're oh, they, they, they husband, they husband wear, and wife. They're husband and wife, right? And obviously the top of them is a horrible felt mascot nightmare, but otherwise they just wear jeans. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Geordie jeans. <laughs> so much about the about the fine city, doesn't yeah. it? Like, oh my goodness me! I mean, they're, they're maybe not terrifying, but I felt they, they were worthy of a mention. There's, if um, you mention the city gent again on this uh, podcast, I'm not. But right. I need to now. Because I don't get into doing it. <laughs> it's not a terrifying one. He's a gent. Wait, Jim, if you don't mind me saying, <sighs> you've just described two massive human-sized magpies wearing jeans and said they're not that terrifying. They sound bloody terrifying to me. And don't forget that they're married. <laughs> That's a good thing. I know it's good. It's, it's just yeah. odd. It seems odd, though, doesn't it? It's strange thing for the back. It's story. ironic, given your situation. You're a fan of a stable family unit. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, come on, come on. Why is Luke having a good... What's he been doing since I've been away? Oh, just, yeah, he's, Hang on. He's not had this. He's right. not had the punching he's bag. He's had no sidekick. It's a floral punching bag. <laughs> What's your answer? So, uh, God, right. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm trying to show my work in. I really am. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the Perth Glory have got one called um, George the Glory Gorilla, who's got an orange face and terrifying purple hair. Why um, has he got an orange 
orange face. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's terrified. You have to look at it. Don't, don't FC, that's not Donald a gorilla. Yeah, very much so. F, um, FC Tokyo, you might be aware of this, Pete, because you're um, basically Japanese now. Uh, they've got one called Tokyo Derompa. Uh, don't, don't know what that means. He's some sort of like futuristic mammal who wears a massive bow tie and he smashes like slate tiles with his hand before games, wow. which is like <laughs> actual violence. So that's fairly <laughs> terrifying. But um, for me, the winner has to be Germany's um, uh, Holstein Kiel. They have a they have a terrible, terrifying mascot. It's a giant stork with a huge head and really evil-looking eyes. But the man, the, the head of the man in the suit, um, you know, the, the stork's neck comes off the top of that, so it's absolutely <sighs> massive. It's like a sort of it's like a mugwump from oh, um, yeah, okay. from William so Burroughs' work. So, yeah. so the yeah. so the neck uh, so the head is in the neck, like yeah. a, like it's the swallowing something. Well, no, well it's I swallowing a so, man's head, and it wears a baseball cap that's like a football as well. But honestly, it, the, the, the thing is nightmare. It's, right. They're called Holstein Kiel. Look it up. Just yeah, Holstein Kiel sounds like an absolute like an actual man's name though. That's yeah. what makes it more Maybe horrible. That's what it's called. I don't yeah. know. I don't okay. know much about the club. Mr. Keel's on the phone. Mm. He's come for your young. <laughs> <laughs> he won't fit in the door. Don't worry. Yeah. Luke, um, just give Jim the point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, well. I, mean, I, I was going to far be it for me to double down and rely on like a, 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 an accepted ramble trope, mm. but. I'm not sure if any of you guys... How many have we got left? Well, right? exactly, but I'm going to double down because it's really important that I address this. On Match of the Day 2, I think... Actually, no, it wasn't a Match of the Day 2. It might have been Match of the Day Saturday night. There was an interview with Sean Dyche. And have you heard how bad his voice has got now? It is getting worse. I it's thought it was worse. Well. <laughs> now, I took the liberty of recording it. I'm going to play it on here. Oh, is it, Pol- is it Polyp City? It's, it's, it's probably about... When you first brought it up, wherever it was, Jim, I think, it's probably, I'd say, ten times worse now. <laughs> so I want to give him an award for services to not coughing. Because I'm, con- I'm convinced <laughs> yeah, all he needs yeah, to do yeah. is cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One fine. Let up. me see if this works. We had the golden chance of the game uh, when Andre Gray goes through 1v1. First half, we right. had so many good opportunities, but we, we just failed with the final moment of quality. It doesn't even sound like a human being. No. That's my main problem. It with sounds it. like two voices at the same time. Yeah, it, it'd be put one of those, through one of those um, shiny two voices, which yeah. makes them sound yeah. like aliens from another planet. Like a broken Dalek. Yeah, no, like, a, like a bad guitar pedal. Yeah, it does. It sounds like going for a guitar oh, pedal. I was thinking if you if you wanted to. No, I'm not going to say that. Actually, carry on. Okay, right. <laughs> wow! Wow! Good God! I, 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 I Did you hear what just went on? Yeah. I, know, yeah, yeah. I, I am. Very unsettled by that. Yeah. And I have finished. Do you want to put the, shall I pop the mics down? <laughs> and you stick up something to tell us. That was underwhelming. Well, was yeah, that wasn't that Like bad. a ransom voice. Yeah, well, it's not a very nice thing. No, it's not. It's not. Fair enough, Marcus. Marcus is... It just, I was just thinking the Mel Gibson film, ran, Ransom. You know, to be funny. honest, if someone's recently been kidnapped, they're probably not listening to the ramble. No. That's, that's no. not the... Please. Well, unless they're being tortured. Form of torture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ramble, full volume. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the stress position is fine, but I'm not listening to any more of this shit. <laughs> Put me oh, back on dear. the radio. Yeah. Oh, God. Get the waterboard out. Frank Dolphin's back with a bag. Sean Dyke. Don't blame me Sean for this Dyche. shit, Tim. <laughs> Go on, Sean Dyke. What, what about yeah. you? Peter, your answer, or dare I ask? Do you, well, do I you recent- remember what happens at this part of the show? I, you have to give an it's been a while. Uh, I recently watched a video of Vinnie Jones. Which one? Just a compilation of Vinnie Jones just hacking, <laughs> just hacking people down. And I'm, uh, he, he scored a couple of screamers in his time. Uh, he, he was never a footballer, though, was he? No, no. I just oh, think, no, I think that's harsh. At Leeds, he was all right. Nah. He was he was a hatchet man at a time when hatchet man weren't even allowed. It was it, some of the stuff he used to do mm. was incredible. So I just give him like an award for having a go, yeah. <laughs> for being a professional, for managing a professional yeah. contract when literally just attacking. Men. Yeah. Love the first day, like, people in glass houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. we're, we're having a go here today. <laughs> in your quotes. I thought you meant that might be a new award at the uh, at the radio awards or whatever it would be. <laughs> the Sonys, I don't think we're, we're troubling them. No, no, don't no. Worry about that. They, they, they don't exist anymore. There you go. Yeah. That's how out of touch we are with that. <laughs> Deary me, I would present the most lovely player of the last 30 years award to Dimitrio Albertini. Oh, OK. Oh, okay. Handsome-wise or...? All of it. Lovely yeah. playing style, um, attitude, looks, yeah. hair, the lot. It's, it's reminded me, uh, when you mentioned at the top of the show, when I talked to uh, Jamie Carragher, he's obsessed with, with the classic Milan team oh, yeah. in the 90s. He, he, stop, he should be. He wouldn't stop talking about them. Yeah, well, he, he, said, he said the reason he came out of retirement, I won't give all the secrets away because you have to listen to it, but the reason he came out of retirement was for England is because, only purely because mm. 100% he wanted to play for Fabio Capello. It's really, fair. Yeah, yeah. it's fair, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, well, but, some I, managers are like that, though. They yeah. do kind of. I hate to bring up Newcastle really, really, inspired, really yeah. early, but like yeah. uh, they said that a lot of people would sign for Kevin Keegan because he was Kevin Keegan because of that generation. Don't no, 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 no. The first no. ten minutes this show has gone that way, and you want to bring up Kevin <laughs> yeah. Keegan now. Expect people to not laugh about it. It's got to the bring point now where you've only got to say the name Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Marcus is done for a good ten yeah. minutes. Can we make a can we make a megatrop where we just call him Sven Keegan? I am like Pavlov's dog. Yeah, I'm just saying not all the signings worked out, did they? No. Is there a wall no. system? <laughs> no, they didn't. We right. could all agree on Move that. Move on. No, Albertini, I just oh, wanted to say... Come off it, ref, I've done nothing, I've been punched twice. That's <laughs> <laughs> his favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say this about Albertini. This is why, lovely player. Part of the great Milan sides, of course, in the, the yeah. 90s and beyond, and the Italian teams as well, two finals in major tournaments. Um, Ancelotti's successor, Pirlo's predecessor. Nice, mm. nice little slot in mm. there. Um, and also, when when one has a swan song in one's career, when when, when footballers do, it's often at maybe a slightly lower league side or a team that's a, at best it's a sideways step. Yeah, but often a step down. Albertini, he'd he'd gone uh, from Milan around a few other clubs. I think he, oh, I forget which Italian club it was. Atalanta, maybe. Where's he gone for his final season? Barcelona. Oh, <laughs> <lovely> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Albertini oh, right. in his swan you guys song. You've got the phone. I'll help you out. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pop over. I'll help you out. <laughs> with the Roy Probably played every minute. Yeah. <laughs> Albertini, Albertini at Barcelona for his swan song under Roy winning La Liga. I mean, can you think of the ball? <laughs> <laughs> Delightful, and it's got me the point. Yeah, I thought it might have done. Yeah, okay. Dimitri Albertini's the trump card. Yeah. As soon as you put the smile on your face and said Dimitri Albertini, I instantly I thought that's got him the point. Mm, nice. Right? Yeah. Jim's, all, all Jim's work as per. Yeah, as per Jim. Um, right, let's finally move on to the League Cup final. They won it, Manchester United. They won 3-2, Luke Moore. It wasn't in, in, in penalty shootout fashion no. that you wanted. Uh, football was the winner. I think we came <laughs> Do you know what? It was a great game. Mm, it was, was a fantastic game. It really final. was. It and was. the fact that both teams were absolutely on their feet at the end of the game. Yeah, they were just yeah. so knackered, weren't they? It showed what a slugfest it was in, yeah. in some sense. There's not a slugfest as in that takes away from some of the nice football play, but they were both absolutely shot to bits, weren't yeah. they? Both I, I, um, I heard a few people saying, oh, you know, Wembley, the big pitch and all that stuff. I want to put that to bed now. Yes. I want to put that to bed now. Yeah. Every single pitch now under a FIFA directive of, of, of a while ago is at the top level is the same size. Is that Right. Has to be the same size. One never o- used to be. One, no, it never used to be, but it has been for some time now. One hundred five by sixty-eight. Every pitch at the top level. Mm, right. Okay. That's interesting. So when I, I, had, I had a chat with um, uh, the head groundsman at Arsenal uh, the other day, and he told me um, the the Wembley pitch to get out. Yeah, get out. <laughs> you got a point. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to pitch invade, do it one on match day. I'm going to see your pass, please. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me so. He always, he always chuckled to himself when people say, "Oh, this pitch is bigger and that pitch isn't," because they're all exactly the same <clears> size now and they have been for some time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I agree. They did look tired at the end, but that's because it was a great final. Mm. And and Southampton were, you know, you know, ha ha ha. As much as it pays me to say, or whatever, they were the best team. They were the better team. They were. They'll yeah. be gutted because what an opportunity. I mean, the Southampton fans won't want me to say this, but you know, the last time they won a major trophy. 
photographies were, were in the 70s. Mm. And then uh, getting back to two all, and obviously they hit the post, not, it wasn't yeah. a howler, you know, it was, it was unlucky. It just, as a Southampton fan, you will think to yourself, oh, what an opportunity. Yeah, also, with the, the disallowed goal, which absolutely should have stood. Yeah. That was, that was old school offsidery. That was. It was, yeah, it it was, was. proper old school. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about old regulations. I don't know. Back in the day, that yeah. would have been offside anyway. So what yeah. are you worried about? Uh, <laughs> Matt Letizia said the decision was disgusting. Oh, he was absolutely. <laughs> the only word I can use to describe him at half time was brewing. Yeah. He was brewing. Uh-huh. He, he was everything in his power to keep it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inverse Luke Moorefest yeah. at the it time. Was, it was compelling television. I <laughs> You've never seen him uh, move emotionally or physically so much. No. No, he was. He was absolutely. I mean, I thought. I thought it was a great game. I, I do think Salmons were the better team. They're crisper in the past. They seem to be pretty, uh, pretty sharp on 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 the on the fifty fifties and all that type of stuff. They they really looked up for it. Mm. I'm, uh, I would say though that that disallowed goal was very early on. It was unfortunate and it was the incorrect decision. But I think it's a little bit disingenuous to suggest that that would have had a huge effect on the game because we just don't know what would yeah, have happened. Yeah, yeah. But it was still, you know, you'd rather have, have a goal than not. Jim, of course they... you would, but you don't know how much it's going to... A team of the quality of May United, I think have only lost one game since about for about four months, that would have probably mm. probably spewed them into action anyway. It was, it was a tale of two keepers. I think, I think Foster could, could have possibly saved uh, Ibra's goal. Oh, come on. It was very close to his hand, and I think yeah. he was a bit, he was a bit it was slow as hands. Very close to him. I mean, yeah, I, I, well, if Ibrahimovic was about five yards further back, I would have agreed. But it can still be a great free kick and, a, and slightly sloppy goal. No, no, I, I mean, time. I mean the header. I oh, mean the, the, the winning header. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, the, the header was. I, I actually think Pete's got a point, but Marcus has also got a point because it was very close in. Right. You could argue there though that Foster should have dominated that six yard box a bit more effectively well, they, and, and cut it out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, but you don't. You don't want to make those mistakes when you in, when it's that if, 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 if he makes that decision and it's and a howler, <laughs> that's all everyone's going to be talking about. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you can say you punched uh, a very good footballer in the face. Yeah, back, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely beat you up. Foster's a big unit, mate. True, but yeah, but Ibrahimovic has got the skills. It was a great. Yeah. It was a great bit of insight. Whoever it was that pointed out that this is Latan's free kick, he picked out Stephen Davis, who was the shortest, and bent it over him. Yeah, made it a lot easier for him to get it up and down. But, but he it was. Su- a, it was. A, it fit. It, it came at the goal very low, which is quite exciting. Yeah. Decent. Mm, no, no, I, I totally agree. But I rate him. But Jim, <laughs> he's got a great future in the game. <laughs> I'm a bit of a player. Well, apparently, he has got a great future in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. going to slow down? For Southampton to come back for two all. <laughs> yeah. It's just gutting. And one thing I, I thought that actually Southampton. When they came forward in the in the latter stage of the game at two all, and they seemed to have uh, the wind uh, up their sails, if you mm. like, there was a few moments. I forget who it was. Maybe Redmond was one, and, and one or two. I others. thought he played well, Redmond. He did play he well, well but, but in this, this sort of final stage, and again, this shows the tiredness of the players. They came forward, and they had a kind of sometimes it was like a three on three situation, or, 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 or you know, a promising uh, a situation developing, and just an extra touch too much, or or a bad pass, or didn't make the pass there was a yeah. few poor decisions in that final third as the game went on and I just remember thinking you don't These want to ruin them I know, yeah. they're not howlers they're not mm. missed chances missed I'm not saying idiots should have won the game but yeah. do you know what I mean well, absolutely stuff. there was a point just yeah. after they equalised where the, their tails were up and they had a couple of chances that didn't quite go in and it really felt like they had to get something then yeah. like, while, mm. while the, the, the tide had turned in their mm. favour because as soon as Man United sort of got control back of the game a little bit mm-hmm. and then you know, they sort of started to kind of dominate a bit more you just felt like yeah that, that window might have gone now that's, that's when, so it proved to be that's what, yeah, exactly. and especially when Gabbardini's finish was so instinctual for that <sighs> turn that second Fantastic. goal for me that, was, that reminded me of uh, Luis Suarez that goal mm. really almost like everything happens in one movement before anyone yeah. gets, Luis Suarez is brilliant at that he'll, he'll execute a goal or any sort of move one in, motion in one motion 
emotion before yeah. anyone's even realised what's happening. Yeah. And, and before you know it, he's, he's wheeled away and he's and that's why I said that it wasn't the place Southampton needed I actually said a while I said a while back that he doesn't get as many goals as he should. And, no. and that is the case until he's come here. Yeah. 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 It was like, it's the same with... Uh, remember, Fernando Torres didn't really get a huge amount mm. of goals until he came to Liverpool. Yeah. So I'm, it looks to me, it's early to say, but it looks to me like the, the, the Premier League clearly suits Gabbiadini's game. It could game. well be, yeah. He looked absolutely destroyed, didn't he? Like he'd been at the club for 10 years. Which, mm. I, I loved how clearly, you know, emotionally... Living in Southampton will do that to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, even me that said it. I know. <laughs> I, I briefed him earlier. Yeah. It's either Sunderland, now it's Southampton, he's really yeah. gone to. Yeah. Yeah. All the S's. All the S's. <laughs> um, I, I, going back to your point, Jim, about, um, uh, you know, those, those kind of chances or... or Efforts, if you like, that Southampton missed. That that feeds into the point of just the quality shines through when both teams are dead on their feet towards the end of the game. That moment of quality, which obviously you need as a thirty-five-year-old. Yeah, but you know, well, absolutely. I mean, Lingard missed a good chance, you know, and, and he took his goal lovely in the first mm. half, but missed the, missed a chance. But when everyone's just getting knackered and it's relying on a, either a mistake or a great piece of skill, that tends to be. Well, when well the, look the at the way, look at the comes. way, and I think that a lot of the um, headlines will all be about Ibra's, you know, being thirty-five years old and, and winning yet another mm. uh, bit of silverware. At the end of the day, it, it's romantic because it reminds me personally of like Henrik Larsson. He's one of my favourite yeah. footballers mm. when he came back to. When when he, when, he, when he went to Manchester United, that was one of those great stories. And, and, and he was well, already well, Barcelona, really, when he won the Champions League. Well, yeah, League. exactly, yeah. Uh, but I think you look at how Ibra started that move and just casually trotted <laughs> into space. Yeah. No kind of yeah. pace at all, just went, I know exactly you know, where yep. this is going to end up. And he scores a I'll find there. a load of space, put it on my <laughs> six-foot-five head. <laughs> and I'll I, saw, I, I, heard, I heard in. someone ring into a radio station saying, I wish we saw him 20 years ago. And they go, what, when he was 15? And, they go, <laughs> and the guy who just thought about it went... Yeah. <laughs> he would have been well cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not back, I'm not backing down on this point. Yeah. There was a stat you sent around on the WhatsApp group the other day, Luke. Do you, do you remember what it was? Yeah, that he scored t- over 200, like 220 odd goals since he turned 30, Zlatan. <laughs> Which is basically Incredible. more than some strugglers score in their entire yeah, career. Is he younger than he's saying he is? Well, no, is he lying about his age in maybe. reverse? There's a lot, there's, there was a lot of talk when he was linked to United initially. A few, a few sort of European football experts, to use that horrible phrase, did say. He looks after himself so well mm. that um, his age at this point is probably largely irrelevant, at least for the fact that he's going to sign a one-year deal, possibly with a one-year extension. Two years, it's irrelevant. Mm. I mean, and then he did, needed the, um, the medical and apparently he was breaking records all over the place mm-hmm. with that. You look at how often he affects games late mm. on all throughout yeah. the season. Clearly the guy... I mean, and he, and he, and he plays almost every game. I think he mm. does play every game. That's right. and, jo- and Jose wants him to have that next year's contract and he basically told the Manchester United fans to go around yeah. Slans House. If there's anything that's going to make me want to leave Manchester... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there seems to be a, a riot outside my house. Mourinho seemed like somewhat sort of under the weather. Uh, he he looks quite sort of um, despondent. Still really. irked about um, Ranieri, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Do you know, there, there was a lovely clip from uh, from journalist Kristen Hennage who put on Twitter about, you know, Mourinho looked a little bit downbeat after the game. Um, let's have a look at what a Sir Alex Ferguson, or Alex Ferguson, he was at the time, after his uh, uh, World, uh, World Cup, after his Cup win with mm. Aberdeen in Scotland. Ferguson is on the pitch, the celebrations are happening behind him, and he's going, it's an absolute disgrace. Disgraceful performance. You know, <laughs> it was like, it was like Alec, I think he says, it's quite hard to understand because it's quite noisy. I think he says Alec McLeish played against like 11 men on his own there. If we play like that again, it's an absolute disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> They've just won the Cup and the celebrations are happening behind him. That's fantastic. That's hilarious. One of the most entertaining moments of that final for me um, was I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know that the uh, Southampton fans did that mobile phone thing for Marcus Lieber, who passed away at a certain minute, and they held their mobile phones up and created like a wall of light sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, um, Gary Neville 
said, obviously they didn't know what it was for. I mean, him and Martin Tyre obviously didn't know what, mm. what it was for. And Gary Neville said, oh, it's like a Celine Dion concert down there. <laughs> and, and, then, and then Martin Tyler went, you'd know. <laughs> wow. this if you don't know what it is, don't say anything. I, um, I had to rewind it to check I definitely heard it. Mm. And, but it, they, it definitely happened. Funny, strange, isn't it? Very strange. Can I mention what Ronald Koeman tweeted after the match? Well, oh, going to, yeah, you? of course so. he is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening is doing a sweepstake how many minutes it is till you mentioned them. Right, so. well, um, he mentioned that uh, Manchester United winning the Cup was the best result for Everton because, obviously, the European places get pushed down one. Yeah, seventh now. He's seventh, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he just put, Southampton can be proud. <laughs> Doesn't care. So he's like, great result yeah. for Everton, that's brilliant, that's what we wanted. Cheers, I, but my former club, they can be proud of I well. like it when you put the running order together and you go, right, that's done, get that yeah. document there. Right, let's just see what Ronald thinks. <laughs> <laughs> just drop him in. Little, it's like seasoning, like little salt yeah. and pepper all over the running I put order. that in the running order straight away and then <laughs> build the whole build thing around it. Okay, right. I wasn't going to mention the League Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this, though? According to Spanish newspaper Sport, Jose Mourinho has been regularly calling <laughs> What Neymar. should we call our newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it going to feature? <laughs> Mostly sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been regularly calling Neymar to try and get him to sign for Manchester United this summer. Hmm. Go on, not go allowed, on. isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think that is allowed. Well, uh, that, according to sport. As Jim says, not allowed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Jim. <laughs> Published author, Jacob. <laughs> Possibly wouldn't use that syntax, but I agree with the syntax. Speaking of that, so it's just reminding me, someone, someone told me, someone in the know, to use again a horrible phrase, mm-hmm. that, um, that Paul Stretford hasn't uh. actually been in China. It's all, it's all been oh, uh, smokescreen. Yeah, it's all there. It's, it's not true. That's ruined by weekend. Just I know. Gone. <laughs> I know. So people who are hoping, if there are any people out there, presumably in China, that are Pete, hoping did, way around. Did you see him in China? Yeah, it was Peter Tong, actually. I saw two of him. <laughs> Little words of the lies, boys. I didn't see him at all. Yeah. <laughs> are you in Shanghai as well? No. But, but surely they should be saying to Neymar, give us your phone. Have you got Marino's number? <laughs> Let me have a look. Mm. Probably got saved on a different name. Like, <laughs> like a deceitful husband. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Indeed. Um, right. Uh, Shall we, before we go to uh, a little quick break, mention um, poor old Claudio Ranieri. Yes. Getting yeah. sacked, eh? No, poor old us getting, <laughs> getting the news five minutes after we all got home on Thursday night. <laughs> Another stitch up. The football gods stitching up yeah, the ramble. Yeah. <laughs> and Ranieri. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Yeah, Claudio. It's um, such a sad end. It is, it is, but uh, what I would say is that there is a, a potential silver lining for me with, with Claudio Ranieri in this situation because... As a lot of people have said, they're pretty much sleepwalking to relegation. Yeah. If they'd have got relegated under Ranieri, that would have been... Mm. That, as, as actually, I know we've mentioned Jamie Carragher's uh, Luke's interview with Jamie Carragher, but, but Carragher does mention that when talking about um, Istanbul Champions League final. He said if Leicester get relegated this season, it, obviously it doesn't, but it almost, in a sense, invalidates the, the win of the, the, the Premier League last when, season. When cl- club legends take teams down... Yeah. Shira, uh, like that's that's like it's oh, not. It's about not, that. not. It's not. It, you know, it I'm does. I'm bloody t- glad you're back now. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say Brian Clough, <laughs> Alan Shearer. Eight, do you have eight games? Six. Oh, six. Eight games. Yeah. Six. All he needed. All he needed. You got six games to save our season. Alan. Can you do it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maybe. It's like one of those options on football manager yeah. when you've run out of playing the normal game. But, but you're right, Peter. And I think with Ranieri, had he stayed, it would have been... Still in the Champions League? Well, they are still in the Champions <laughs> League for, for another week or two. But it would have been... They they might well have got relegated, and that would have been such a shame. If he'd have if they'd have survived, I think they would have I think they would have moved him on anyway. 
This way, he gets sacked in February. So there is a little bit of time for a manager to come in, but he leaves, he gets mm. sacked, and everyone goes, oh, this is a disgrace, poor old Ranieri, yeah. and sympathise. But if you him. think, but you, so what you're saying is, if they are indeed able to stay up, everyone would have just forget, forget about Ranieri's difficult time this season, they would just remember him still for the Premier League title. Yeah, I think, the, okay. man, I think the owners might have moved him on. They might have thought, actually, you know what? You, but for, the, the thing I found fascinating about it was that if, we take, if you take as read now that um, football clubs hold... Premier League status is, is above everything else. Mm-hmm. Right, that, that's essentially the game we're in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bit, it's probably a bit conceited, and it's probably a bit of a shame, and it's a bit all too very, very serious and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And for people like us, we like to enjoy the entertainment of the game, so maybe it's not to our taste. But that's the case. P- football clubs pride Premier League status over everything else. Now, the, the, the Leicester owners could have come out and said. Whatever happens now, after he's done this, we'll give him a job for life, Cali Ranieri, because he's earned it. And we don't care about anything else. If we go down, mm. we'll stick with him and we'll get back up again. They chose not to do that. Mm-hmm. They chose to, to, to say that Premier League football was the most important. Now, kick on and build. Claudio Ranieri hasn't guided Leicester to say eighth this season, mm. right? There's no doubt in my you can't put the future, of course, but there's no doubt in my mind that if they he had stayed at that club, they'd have been relegated. I'll put my house on it; right. they, they would be relegated. Okay, so it's very sad that a man's lost his job. But that aside, we can't just pretend the last nine months haven't yeah, happened. Yeah, but you're yeah. right, and, and they've given him time. And this I'll finish. And I'll finish by saying. A lot of the media reaction to this has been way, way over the top, mm-hmm. and to the point where it's actually been quite distasteful. Mm-hmm. So some of the um, media reporting I've seen from football ple- um, uh, journalists and, and others who, who should know better said, in all my years, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in football. Well, well, yeah, there was a child abuse scandal three yeah. months ago. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. get a bit of perspective here mm. if, you, if you can, because a man's lost a job, it's very sad. But that's the game we're in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the game we're all in. It's like I said before, I went away. He's getting paid for the results that he's performing yeah, with yeah. This, this season. And it, it was clear that, like you said, they were going to go down. Yeah. What do you want to be? Well, what, exactly. Do you want to kick on and sort of build something here? Or do you want to build a, a Premier League club? Or do you just want to be the yo-yo club that you've been for the last 10 years? The way you said it then, Pete, so it's like when I went away, it's like, almost like you were linking yourself to it. <laughs> like, well, I said when I was going to go away. Yeah. Well, out of town, fire him. Yeah. <laughs> we can't he do it. He used to go to Leicester Uni. You can't do it always in the country. <laughs> It was Nigel Pearson is being well, seemingly that, genuinely linked. That's the, job, the annoying it? thing about it, though, that that, that colour of manager has been now being linked. These, yeah. this is the ex-champions who are still in the Champions League. They should be getting a, a fairly decent, a yeah. fairly decent manager. Yeah. When I was um, doing the radio last week, a guy came on the phone, mm. a, a Midlands correspondent for a newspaper or something. And he said, "I've been told by the club to not rule out Nigel Pearson." He said those words. Why would the club be saying that to a journalist, though? Because they're about to put in Nigel Pearson, that's out. If you are going to give him the job, that's dreadful. (laughs) If you're not, don't pretend you are. Well, like like I say, I think it's... We all feel for Claudio. The silver line for Ranieri is he leaves with them still in the Champions League, which he got them through the group stages. They're still the champions of England, and he technically, they weren't in the relegation zone when he left. Uh, But we're going to talk about why they are now in the relegation zone after this. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Before we talk about uh, Crystal Palace, let's have some emails with Pete Donaldson. Yes, it's time for emails, guys. Oh, straight yeah. back into the email hot seat. There are some buttes. Yeah. Who read them in my absence? You, and it was excellent. Uh, but he did yeah. a great job. I really job. enjoyed it, actually. Mm. Jim can actually talk, that's it's why. It's a step up. <laughs> uh, this is from Craig Nixon from Sean Moore. Oh, Nixie. 
Nick Show. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. On the subject of embarrassing dads at football, I want to share my story. My dad and brother are Sunderland supporters, but I rebelled and supported Newcastle, making me the black and white sheep of the family. This is how this one got in. <laughs> I was, I was, Jim actually sp- uh, chose these, so there we go. I was around 16 years old, and it was Derby Day. We decorated the house with Newcastle flags covering the back and Sunderland fla- flags on the front. I invited all of my Newcastle supporters. <laughs> Party time. <laughs> and no man's land in the toilet or something. Uh, I invited all of my Newcastle supporting mates around to watch the match, which we won 2-1. After the game, I was re- recreating the winning goal in the living room using a pair of rolled-up socks when I heard the patio door slide open abruptly. I was confronted by my dad, who had been drinking whiskey for most of the day, holding the hosepipe from the garden. He chased me and my mates around the house, spraying water everywhere until we escaped out of the front door. He soaked the house and knocked all the ornaments off the mantelpiece. Can I just say? <laughs> Needless to say, my mother was not happy and he spent the rest of the day in the doghouse. Is his dad, Kevin Keegan? Can I just say, that's, that's a lot more cheerful outcome than I hear usually when a dad drinks a lot of whiskey and grabs a honey yeah, pot. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Nixon from Ushomo, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm that, loving it. That's very good. Absolutely lovely, lovely stuff. Uh, evening, lads. This is from Patrick Benson. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Patrick. My, my, uh, he wants to put highlight of the weekend, is that all right? Yeah, he wants yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, My, uh, we do have a system in place here, Pete, but you come back and it's all run rough for like, Well, well, well check the emails then. So carry on. <laughs> cannot be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's head of my Ministry of Propaganda here. Yeah, him. You yeah. dragged him in. <laughs> my highlight of the week came in the 15th minute, 15th minute of the East Anglian derby where a minute's applause was held by us Norwich fans to commemorate Ipswich's 15 straight years in the Championship. It is arguable <laughs> uh, whether or not it was actually funny, however. What definitely was funny was the many Ipswich fans who joined in the applause before they realised the reason behind it and changed to booze. Did that actually happen? Yeah. That's brilliant. To That's top that brilliant. off, uh, some of the Ipswich staff spent the entire minute clapping their own decade and a half of Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, you got to be careful. Yeah. You can't have too many of these yeah. applausy things. There if you have go. too many of them, they get undermined and people jump on board. I, like, I, I have strong the, feelings about these, but I won't air them here. Let's cut down on the applausy things. Yeah. Applausy things. Uh, this is from Amy Petz, Petzolt. Uh, hello, Amy. Uh, dear Ramble Boys, keeping with the parental stories, I thought I'd offer a mum story. My, ah, the first one. Is, is this it? the first mum story? Yeah, it is. Wow. Mum's the word. Uh, my dad is an American and has no less than... and has less than no interest in our football. Luckily for me, as I played at primary school, my god- godfather got me a junior Gunners membership. One game, Arsenal versus Bradford, my godfather couldn't go, and so my godmother took us and invited my mum along. Now, I will admit that although I was young, I did notice the linesman had a rather sprightly spring in his step as he ran the line, and it turned out that my mum became quite taken with him. You know how annoying it is when you get to- caught next to someone who commentates on the game for the whole 90 minutes? Well, I promise you, it's much more annoying when that person isn't describing the name, but it's indeed the linesman's bum. Especially Aww. when that Person, especially when that person birthed you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure this doesn't turn into all that, that's why we don't want women watching the game rubbish, I will also leave you with a couple of things my dad has said when I've watched the games with him around. Handball, it was a throwing. Why do they all keep <laughs> hugging each other? And why wasn't the goalie just running down the other end and throwing the ball in the net? <laughs> I've heard Pete ask two of those. <laughs> <laughs> and admire Lysman's arse. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. That was excellent. Thanks, uh, Amy. Uh, finally, for now, uh, we've got uh, something from Ben Jones from Macclesfield. Hello, Ben Jones. Um, an early highlight of the week for you. Uh, PSV's keeper, Zort, uh, made a... Uh, oh, I saw this, yeah. S- right. uh, made a slightly fumbled but decent save from a header in the 82nd minute against Feyenoord. However, he then proceeds to scoop the ball into his chest while sat behind the goal line, thus giving the goal to Feyenoord. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And it was only just in. It was mm. really it was close. Way 
weird, wasn't it? It's, it's very those, strange. It's one of those ones that you, without that goal decision technology, you would mm. never better give it because it was very, very close. So the final players were in. Fans went Borstal and uh, PSV. Just the ref around as the ref just points at his big watch. Yeah, that's a, that's a great thing about it. It gives the ref an out, right? Yeah. yeah. So they chase him and he could, holds his arm right up in there and just starts pointing. Big at his watch. watch. Look at my big watch, <laughs> yeah. everyone. Like he's in a bar, really drunk. Going, there's five more minutes till last <laughs> order. Yeah. Just, come on. just as well, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't managing. No, exactly. We do anyway. Yeah. He'd be like tapping at the watch. Go, I want another goal. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Is this a real Rolex? <laughs> <laughs> there does seem to be some like some suggestion from you know some of the fallout from this that the, the goal line technology is is the thing that's at fault there. It's like yeah. no. It's, it literally it's can't really, be. Yeah. 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 It's literally giving you a binary decision. Do you think it's like a little, ma- a little man inside? <laughs> yeah. I think not. it's this. Uh, funny for now, it's uh, King Kazoo's 50th birthday. No way. It was the start of uh, J2 league season. Yeah. So oh, okay, it's his birthday, 50. 50. Yeah. Still playing. Still playing. He played yeah. the first 65 minutes as Yokohama FC beat he Matsumoto Yamaga. <laughs> his best work was defensively, apparently. Okay. <laughs> he did a lap of honour and we all sang happy birthday a lot. Fun times. Legend. Thank you, Rupert. And... Um, that's it. Tanjubi Omadetu to uh, King Gazoo. We we we're going to go back, we're Japan, back to the Premier League now yeah. mm. to celebrate Crystal Palace's win. Yeah. The, the glamour. Yeah. The glamour. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. So great win. Allardyce is planning to take them away for a week in the sun. Unquestionable highlight of this game for me mm-hmm. was uh, Patrick Van Arnholt's post-match interview. It was... Uh, yeah, it was it was full of, full of the trademark Dutch confidence mm-hmm. yeah. that you, you'd come to associate with it with it. Yeah, with Dutch yeah, yeah. He said he said he said this is a direct quote. I've shown I can score goals. <laughs> I showed it last season. I'm showing it this season, and I showed it again today. <laughs> now I've crunched a few numbers, Patrick. <laughs> okay. You've scored on average fewer than two league goals a season across your entire career. <laughs> but you can still well, hit them. He's got, he's got he's an hit, absolute pair of He's got an S at the end of that goal, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, true. Goals. <laughs> Unbelievable. That. Yeah, excellent. Well, it was, it was a nice goal. It was a precious one. It was. For old Palace. Um, much, well, once you, well, I mean, essentially in the league, once you get one goal, that's it. You've won against Middlesbrough. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm surprised they even bothered finishing the fixture. Yeah, it's, it's effectively always next goal wins. Yeah, isn't it? for them. Yeah, referee yeah. just and, blows and, up, and, and it's never Middlesbrough because they never score. <laughs> well, um, a part of Pal- uh, I nearly said party there. Party. Uh, Allardyce, as I say, he's planning to take the team away uh, for a week in the sun, and I love this. You know what Allardyce is like. Yeah. He said uh, he's always done this due to the. He went, oh, the weather's here so poor at this time of the year. Like, yeah, right. we know. And then he said, uh, I-, I always take teams away, apart from when I was at Newcastle when they sacked me before I could take them away. <laughs> No How are you doing now, Newcastle? The way he says it is like he's on the way to the airport. Yeah. Like, okay, look, the bad news is I can't come. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys yeah. might as well still go. You got the yeah. tickets. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> big fat party animal yeah. Hawaiian shirt. If on. they'd have let me do that trip, my goodness, it would have been fine. John Carver will look after you. <laughs> <laughs> John Carver then, MP? He's been there forever. Yeah, okay, right. He was with now. Robson for crying out loud. He's in the sun now in Cyprus, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, he's just been fired. Nicholas <laughs> 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 Nikos Davazas is, uh, I think, upstairs somewhere. Is that happy on there as well? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, well? He's gone, he's out of there. Has Carver gone? Yeah, apparently yeah. there was a bit of a riot. <laughs> like, oh the match had to be abandoned. The fans were so upset with the performance of the team, they threw flares on and it got abandoned. I oh, thought for what, probably about a tenth of a second there was a riot about him being fired. <laughs> then I realised that would be ridiculous. Well, we said like only the la- last week or two weeks ago, it's nice to hear that Carver was having a good time in a league yeah. and all this. But no, but was, was Carver at the club when Keegan had his second spell? Has it robbed off? I'm saying it's always McDermott, isn't it? Under Keegan, yeah, under Ke- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he went everywhere with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to Sunderland, please. Yes, um, because they were beaten 
It's looking bad for them because Palace have obviously just won and, and, and a win down there is... They'll be fine. They won't go down. They're bottom. They'll be fine. Oh, they sure? yeah. They'll be fine. Jordan, They're screwed. I've, it's Jordan Pickford I feel sorry for. Yeah, I do. He is so busy. The man makes a billion saves a game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's, yeah. he's probably run more than the rest of the team. He'll yeah. get a move. He's grown muscles where muscles didn't exist before. He's working every muscle group in his body. <laughs> yeah. Every he's, minute of every game. He's grown an inch every match because he's having yeah. a stretch yeah. for everything. He's going to be the first goalkeeper in history to run out of saves. <laughs> <laughs> different, different limbs have got unions. The, 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 the Pickford saves vending machine is empty. He's going to have to pull out like a, a power socket from like the, behind the goal and plug himself in. <laughs> Pete, what would be the ideal scenario for you? Sunderland stay up, or obviously Newcastle to go up, so you can still play them in the league, or Newcastle to go up and Sunderland go down. I don't like the derby matches anyway. They always rub- and Newcastle always lose them. So yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, let me answer this for Pete. He'd probably prefer it to just stay as it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be I honest, I, I like Sunderland. will probably start. So I'm just quite happy for Newcastle. Pardew yeah. in for Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle oh, versus Sunderland next Pardew's, season. Pardew's getting a mention in a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, Lukaku with his 60th goal. Yeah. Was it actually his goal? I was a bit. Yeah. I, I think it was given to him in the I, end. Oh, I massively wanted the fantasy points, but I, I thought it was. It didn't really. It was very difficult to see whether that was on target or not. Yeah, but well, the, the, everyone was saying, and when I say everyone, I mean the media. They were saying that he's equaled Duncan Ferguson's record tally for Everton with sixty yeah, goals. Sixty yeah. goals. Dixie Dean got sixty-seven goals in a season for once. <laughs> yeah. So mm. you know, it's not. Let's have a bit of perspective. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was way before it was the Premier League. Doesn't mate. count. Way before. Yeah, it's about eighty-nine. Did he murder a burglar? No. One of the, <laughs> there is nothing to suggest that Duncan Ferguson has, has ever murdered a man. If <laughs> the police hadn't arrived, <laughs> there's nothing to suggest it. <laughs> Should we check that with legal? <laughs> oh dearie uh, me oh hello is that, mm. is that Smith and Smith and Smith has uh, <laughs> Duncan Ferguson ever murdered a man okay that can't go in <laughs> um, one, one of my highlights for this game was, um, was something really really cute that Kevin Morales uh, tweeted did yeah. you see this no he tweeted saying that Idrissa Garnagay is his best friend oh. said, I'm very pleased to see my best friend score a goal that's, that's lovely oh. that's the kind of more uh, adorable footballers the kind please. of atmosphere that Cooman uh, it's a lovely creates. finish as well it was a lovely Maybe he'd lent him some boots. And I, I agree with that. about the boots. Yeah, maybe. I agree with uh, Jermaine Genius, by the way, and uh, saying that Sunderland just have got absolutely no plan well, at we all. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, weren't we? What is their style? It's, it's very difficult to know exactly what they say. So if you, if you think of the other teams down there, sort of like um, Burnley, for example, at home, yeah. you know the type they're going to play, the style they're going to play. Yeah. You know, other teams around there, Middlesbrough, they, they set up to frustrate and not yeah. concede many, and it largely works. Palace try to do that. Yeah, but yeah, Sunderland don't do anything. No. Did you see that <laughs> yeah. ridiculous situation? I forget who it was. It might have been Kone, where he conceded a corner from the Halfway line. What did that happen? Did the American dad can't do that one? <laughs> Kone, yeah, he's actually probably. the right player usually. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're not in great form, Kone, mm. but do not tell me you've forgotten the rules of this game. He was a great signing. Like yeah. it was a, it was a like, useful signing. You know for like when a defender makes a last ditch challenge to put it out for a corner, I cut it when I said defend from the front. Yeah, yeah. I said corner, not corner. <laughs> yeah, playing at the Kones. Um, Corner. <laughs> Moyes said. Moyes said. Uh, he sounds so downbeat, David Moyes. He said. Yeah. He said that they need to win five of their last, at least five of the last twelve matches, which is that's a tall order. And then he said, our next game is against Manchester City, so I'm not kidding myself. <laughs> yeah, see, I- 
find this absolutely fascinating. Mildly disgraceful. He's saying we've got to win five of 12, but you, you can basically lose the next yeah, one. Yeah, like, I, you I, can I, have that one off. Yeah, we're Man City. Five of 11. Five <laughs> of 11. Terrified. In January, we said none of my players are good enough, and none of the signs we make, if we're realistic, are going to be any better than that. Yeah. <laughs> you, look, you look at him on the touchline. He's not got notes in his hand. He's not got, like, plans no. or anything. They no. just brochures for fucking caskets. Yeah, we're all going to die one day. Oh. I might go for Birchwood. How is, that, how is that going for you, David? One day closer to the grave. Yeah. Yeah. Another one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> What's happened to him? Yeah. He needs to get yet back. more cell decay. He needs to get back out of Spain on the veranda. Uh, you know what? That defeatist attitude is, is, is kind of frustrating to, to, to hear even as a neutral. So to, being a Sunderland fan, you, you must like look at Moyes and think, you're, we're at a point now where you are... Clearly doing a bad job. You know, you can keep, like, <laughs> I think playing, that's been happening for some time. Oh, it has, yeah. But I yeah. think I don't, I don't know. Is it's more is, you know maybe getting a little bit of I a pass because people feel sorry for him for maybe. all the stuff that's happened to him over the past few years. But know. like again, what is his style? Like that they're, they're playing so so badly, and that defeatist attitude is is going to contribute to them going down. If he's saying ahead of the city game like that they haven't got a chance, <laughs> you're genuine. What on earth? You, you, sound, you actually sound quite concerned. I do. You're taking this quite badly. Have you only just got a of what's going on at Sunderland? Had problems. I mean, the word defeatist a lot. Defeated yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pennies dropped. <laughs> oh dear. Let's move on to Spurs, though. Little mention for Spurs before um, before we go uh, to uh, a quick ad break. But Harry Kane with his third hat trick oh, in nine ridiculous. games. He's just there. <laughs> I, was, I was chatting. Uh, Let's cheer ourselves up with a bit of Spurs chat. I was chatting oh. to, a, to a Spurs fan pal earlier and was saying that you know it was almost like the second half that no one really bothered. No. <laughs> so like, well, that's gone now. Yeah. Right that off. No yeah. point getting injured. Spurs obviously didn't want to didn't want to cause any particular trouble to well, their well, to their own players. Were they aware that? Um, Charlie Adam was still on the pitch, so they thought, let's just. Well, Adam's got a real vendetta, <laughs> hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> against the rest of the human race. Yeah, well, but, but it, particularly Spurs. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he absolutely destroyed Paulinho's career. <laughs> he had two pops, I think, separately at Gareth Bale. I'm fairly sure, I mean, although the record may, may disagree with this, but I'm fairly sure that he had a good old fashioned pop at Luka Modric at one point as yeah. well. He's, He's a nominee Spurs. for my award. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he had Deli Alley lined up and he saw what he did in the Europa League and he went, yeah. oh, I'll just leave him for now. Yeah, but, people will be giving him an award if he carries on. He's always been a tough tackling player, but he was. You know, he had a bit more guile about him in the past. He looks, he t- does look like a hatchet man now. <laughs> I mean, Spurs obviously Kane's uh, joint top scorer of the Premier League now, seventeen goals. And Chris, this is an interesting fact: Christian Eriksen now has the most assists in the Premier League this season with ten. He also has created the joint top most chances along with. Can you guess who? Nathan Redmond. Nope. Is it something stupid? It's Dimitri Pyatt. Oh. Oh, oh, that is interesting. It's a little bit of wasn't it? How yeah. little But I, I agree with Andy Brasso. I read a piece earlier, the, the excellent Andy Brasso, who said that Kane simply has to now be considered among the best strikers in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's, 20, he's 23, and he's scored 81 goals in the last two in a half season. Mm. So, I, mean, I don't think Premier. he'd travel well, though. <laughs> he's not getting his move to Barca. Britain is still in Europe. It's <laughs> <laughs> such good technique from him, again, on, on the second goal in particular, which is fantastic. He does make these finishes look easy but um, Spurs control games really well at the moment that's what that's how they're sort of doing so well isn't it they're just dominating the teams around them like Stoke just didn't really have a hand in that game but um, I think like Kane scoring a hat-trick by deflecting a shot off Peter Crouch just <laughs> Sums up how far they've come <laughs> yeah. so well. He is very poor desk. What do you guys yeah. think? I thought uh, Mauricio Pochettino handled the uh, handshake situation particularly well. Oh yeah, <laughs> no messing around, <laughs> didn't it? They've fallen in love at halftime. Yeah, give him his handshake. Is it, is it right that um, <laughs> is, it, is it right that Stoke have lost at those two last fixtures four 0 as well? And Mark Hughes said before the game, I'm fairly confident it's going to be a bit different this time around. <laughs> it wasn't new. It was exactly <laughs> the same. No different. We'll be playing at a different stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was exactly the same. We're going to go down to the Championship after this. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. I'm Craig Brown. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Do not forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out this Friday. How did our bet of the week get on last? It went bloody well. Yay! Yay. Yay. Money for charity. Ed Gibson, who I worringly can't get hold of. Um, So if you are listening, Ed, get in touch. (laughs) (laughs) You've won the bet. You're still in the hot seat for this week. So um, it was Spurs to win, of course, and over two and a half goals in the game, uh, which came off. And I think, off the top of my head, Ed managed to secure £95 and about 40-odd P for, for Prostate Council UK. Yeah. So well done to him. And well, done, and well done for us for allowing him the opportunity. Mm, facilitating it. Mm. Yes. So we look forward to hearing from Ed uh, for, for Friday's show. Indeed we will. Let's go to the Championship. There were derbies galore in the Championship. There's a huge win for Leeds against Sheffield Wednesday mm. in, in, in a Yorkshire derby. A missed penalty, no less, as well. Yeah, from Rob, Jordan Rhodes. But did Rob Green get a hand to He it? did. He tipped onto the post. He's, a fantastic having a, good save. Yeah. He's having a good season. The Kiwi superstar, Chris Wood. With the got lovely composure, yeah. lovely composure. There was another Yorkshire derby, if, if you will. Barnsley drew with Huddersfield, sort of South and, and West Yorkshire. Always assume there's a Yorkshire derby going on somewhere. <laughs> yeah, okay, you right. know, Yorkshire, I think presumably. Yorkshire Humberside. <laughs> it's a big old place. <laughs> I'd hope it'd be in Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that match contained one of the best goal line clearances you'll see all season. So do get involved there. Midlands derby. Birmingham uh, beat uh, Wolves two one yeah. away from home. Um, 
Davis scored the winner. Is it fair to say he wasn't conflicted when scoring against no. his old team? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's rare that you see someone revel in it so much. Wolves, um, yeah. Wolves losing to a Zola side is is particularly poor. Yeah, I mean, I mean you don't want to be doing that. Well, but um, they've needed a win, Birmingham. You were telling to me that maybe they're missing a bit of uh, Walter Zenger. But Paul Lambert did beat Liverpool Anfield in the cup. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you can't you can't have a go at him too much. But the league is their priority, and they are only four points above the relegation yep. zone, the rally zone. Mm. Yeah, you should have stuck with Zenger. Should have done. Should have done. But if, if not, just for our our show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, our, for our material. Right, exactly. Um, Norwich drew with Ipswich in. Uh, some people call it the Tractor Derby. Some people call it the Old Farm Derby. I prefer the Old Farm. Yeah, old, old Farm Derby is a lovely one, isn't it? I yeah. was expecting this to be a great game. I, I'll be honest, I turned it off. Mm. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't great. <laughs> um, it, it was a couple of goals in the middle of the second half. Apparently, I didn't. Uh, like Ipswich haven't beaten Norwich since 2009. You know, you know sometimes when you think, ah, oh, nah, yeah. <laughs> life is yeah. happening all around me. I'll just go have a lay down. <laughs> yeah, I'll do anything else. <laughs> But particularly uh, good uh, quotes from uh, Mick McCarthy. Um, oh, yeah. Well, there well, the thing is, Mick McCarthy, I, think a bit, I know everyone knows he's good for a quote and stuff, but I think he's a bit of an underrated sort of oddball. Oh, yeah. But, no, he's, no, he's not underrated. He, he's very rated on this show for that. And also, he's a bit of a misery. After, so after the game, he said, I would hope that performance and result goes a long way to repairing my relationship with the fans. It's been broken at times. <laughs> They've not enjoyed it. They've not been watching good football. I get that. I've not been enjoying it myself, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> if only he had some kind of influence. It gets better than this. So <laughs> over the last five games, I think they've seen us play really well, and I would think that helping stop Norwich in their tracks during a promotion in push would, would endear us to our, to our fans <laughs> a bit more. Right in those five games he talks about, they've won one. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like they've won every game through, no. but they've won one no. against Aston Villa, who are all, also terrible. Um, and the game, I mean, from what I saw, Norwich battered it switch because yeah. Mick McCarthy also said in the post-match uh, interview that the goalkeeper like, kept him in the game and he's the best goalkeeper <laughs> in the division he didn't know what he's talking about you didn't rate him as a manager <laughs> right. I've not been enjoying it particularly myself you're in charge yeah. should he stick it up his bollocks yeah he should right. I think I didn't. I, I think he should I think Echoes of Saipan yes indeed <laughs> will be his autobiography yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's an 80s new romantic man yeah. right there Echoes of Saipan right. um, Aston Villa uh, they were uh, they, they beat um, Stephen McLaren's when there was a derby involved there, if you will. A derby of uh, fallen off big time. They had, did, you yeah. see, uh, did you see Leandro Bakuna's behaviour in that what game? Was that? There oh, was, yeah. He had a coming together with the referee's assistant. I wouldn't call it that. I'd say, I'd, I think that's unfair on the assistant. Yeah. yeah, just doing his job, flag for a throw in. It's all mental, things. isn't it? In the last minute, and sort of, it, well, yeah, it wasn't a big decision. No, just a throw, and then it, he sort of barged him slightly, didn't he? He screamed in his face, mm. all sorts. Of, very, very, uh, very uh, unbecoming. Yeah, it was unbecoming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, oh, by the way, good on the more positive side. Sorry, Jim. Just good news for Aston Villa. Um, they've just posted an eighty-one million pound loss. So uh, for the financial <laughs> year, so you going to say, Jim? Every club, was yeah, it? Yeah. Sorry, Jim. Yeah. I, I, I have no way of knowing that. I apologise. No. Oh. Don't worry. I, I just feel I'm just happy it's out there. Yeah, yeah. I, think we, I exactly. think we all are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Can we go to League Two quickly? I'm slightly more positive what news you, for somebody in this uh, studio. You want to skip out Tim Sherwood, do you? Do you in, oh, in League look, One? All right, League One. League One. He's found then. a way to contribute to Swindon's season by getting a ban, <laughs> and, that, and then they won How the game. How did he get banned? Been banned two, for? I missed this. two games for abusing an official. I talked about it last week. Abusing an official, he ended up getting a two-game ban. Get up. And they won. So there we are. There's, there's, the, there's the formula. Timmy, <laughs> no Tim Sherwood. Yeah. Turns out to be a good thing. <laughs> um, are we ready for League Two? Uh, all the teams in the top five drop points 
apart from those Pompey people. Exactly, it was a big game. They, big, they're, big th- they're three points off Carlisle in third with the game in hand. Could this be the season that Pompey start to reverse up the Pompey highway? Well, there's nothing... No, well, possibly. <laughs> no, nothing, as far as I'm concerned, has changed. I mean, it's the sort of game Pompey would win away from home against the team just above them. Batter them 3-0. I think they're at home to Morecambe tomorrow night. They'll probably get beat there. So <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they'll probably can lose. We come, so, can we go to Wembley for the playoff? If, if, if they go, if they go to Wembley, we're absolutely going. <laughs> <laughs> we are going. Yes, and we're, getting on, we're getting on the pitch. <laughs> I mean, you know those um, the you know, those absolutely little... uniform size. Yeah. <laughs> the Arsenal guy doesn't do all the pitches. No, come on, like, come on, no. Let's go on. No, I think I wasn't. By the way, when I went to go and see the groundsman Arsenal, I wasn't out on the pitch. No, no, no chance. No, I played on the pitch, so not just in his office. Which that's fair to say, that Arsenal have got a lot of money at that club. <laughs> <laughs> his office was like something at the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> he's the head groundsman. Really nice man. That's lovely. Yeah. A lady in a bikini. <laughs> no, not that bit. Right, moving on. To <laughs> What's that shirt done to you? <laughs> in the Conference Premier, this is a nice one. Sutton United, they beat Torquay 3-2 away from home. Now, due to Big Wayne Shaw leaving the club and all that business, uh, Sutton, they didn't have time to get a proper replacement lined up, so they had to play an outfield player in goal when their keeper came off injured in the 15th yeah. minute. And they still won. They won, yeah. Simon what? Downer went in goal. Where's the shoot on site policy when you need it? <laughs> yeah. It's so good, isn't it? Like, of all the, the, the media business that has surrounded uh, Wayne Shaw, then that happened. I know. No, no. It's what, so good. Shame, what I would right? say is that somebody went into the um, adjoining uh, studio about five minutes ago and offered us donuts, and I was going, I could just get a donut and eat a donut now. And I was thinking, that'd be naughty. Oh, Did they leave them in there for us? They they're, they're still in there. Yes. Wow, that's good. <laughs> so wrap it up quickly. Well, we were going to mention uh, the Scottish Premiership, but I think. That, that should have been skipped anyway. Is, is, is there a oh, disrespect in a whole nation? I, I, <laughs> we do it every week and still you're surprised. <laughs> on the Sutton United thing, is it, is it worthy of merit to suggest that possibly given the shape that Wayne Shaw's in, that Simon Downer, who I believe went mm-hmm. in goal, might have done a better job anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, might well come on. Yeah. Might I'm, well I'm just done. putting it out there. I'm not in the best shape myself. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very much the way you sure of this podcast. <laughs> to be fair, Simon Downer, he's not, he's, he's not a proper goalkeeper. He's been more of a tribute to a goalkeeper. He's like a pastiche of a goalkeeper. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on to the Scottish Premiership. I mean, cr- I mean it was crafty, <laughs> but crap at the same Marcus, time, yeah. wasn't it? Marcus is the only one who can get away with those labels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People always think, oh, it's Marcus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you don't expect quality from Marcus, no. so it's fine. <laughs> Pete, look, uh, very good, Pete, look I, I say that. You, you get away with fashion things that I wouldn't get away with. He know? doesn't get away oh, with oh, them. You're a hairy man, Marcus. You're limited, mate. Very hairy. Limited. <laughs> Unbelievable. I agree with both of those things. Um, Celtic beat Hamilton Ackies 2 0. Business as usual. Why is that being mentioned? They're 20 points. They're only four points clear at the top. They were 27 a few weeks yeah, ago. Exactly. They've lost their lead. Were they? Yeah, I think they yeah. might have been, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Maybe that, that, that Let's get it. to the real stuff. All right. It was The reason why I say that is because we're going to now talk about Rangers, and you have to see that that is the disparity. That is the, the thing that Brendan Rodgers was I talking about. I thought we were about. going to talk about Motherwell. we get there in a minute. All right. All right. Oh, by the way, I heard tonight another bit of inside information which will undoubtedly no, prove to be false. God, false. Luke, you're becoming an, a real well, ITK. Yeah. I'm just saying Luke, that Luke's Rangers... Luke's whispers. I knew you were just a big C. Rangers <laughs> have had another poor result against Inverness Cal. A bad result for the teddy bears. They're, they're third, still way off Celtic in terms of quality. They need a new manager, of course. And I was just going to say, where's the streetwise Hercules to fight the rising <laughs> odds? Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Alan Pardew's been linked, hasn't he? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, he's been linked. Uh, uh, the, the way this show's going, he'll probably be hired. We're in about five games to get fired before this comes out, so... Big pass. Yeah, he'd love a bit of that, wouldn't he? It's oh, one of those ones that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. He'd love that, wouldn't he? Cock on the walk, knocking about Glasgow. Oh. He's popped sense. up everywhere. He popped up in the background of rugby pundit Will Greenwood on Sky Sports <laughs> News today. <laughs> 
Just in the background, with glasses and a big smile. Well, obviously, big smile and glasses. Yeah, pars. I suppose that comes along with it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. if you saw mm. Pars, we'll just assume the rest is true. Yeah, well, quite. My goodness. Pars slide. slide. You can imagine him walking over at Ibrox and going, yeah, well, you know, I belong at a place playing football in front of 50,000 people. You know, <laughs> like, managing. Yeah. And you know he, mean, he, he thinks that. Oh, he thinks yeah, yeah, of course, thinks yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Rogers might, uh, you know, there might be a new man what in What a meeting of minds that is, Rogers oh, v Pardew. It's going to be fun. North <laughs> of the border. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, right. Motherwell. Yeah. They lost 5-1 at home to Dundee. <laughs> you will remember last week they got beat 7-2 <laughs> by Aberdeen. Uh, not, well, not Mark McGee's finals. Well, they only got beat 2-0 off Celtic, I think, last weekend. He did. Yeah, you he know. did. That's which, true, Which yeah. was a bloody good result. <laughs> 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 Mark McGee did a lovely one in the post-match press conference. I mean, he's, he's obviously been told to tone it down a little bit, so he can't go. He can't be raging again. No, no, by the way, they were five-one down at half time. <laughs> Good result, then. Got a draw in the second half. Yeah. Uh, he said, listen, "Listen to this for a confidence boost for his players." Right. This is this is a direct quote. Next week, a couple of players have to play because they're the only players in those positions. <laughs> <laughs> I went, look. Oh, it's like Churchill in his pomp, isn't it? <laughs> I, I have in my hand. When I saw that 5 1, I just thought to myself, I wonder if the referee's assistant has had another shock in there. He's getting an earful. He's getting yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Apparently, there were 100. I love the fact that it was just 100. Uh, a very. Um, Precise number. 100 Motherwell fans chanted against McGee and unfurled a banner that read, and I love this, this is proper Scottish directness, get McGee out now. <laughs> <laughs> Not McGee out, now. now. If you're reading this, right, by the end of this yeah, sentence, like, he should be gone. Yeah. You're in the game. We want to see him removed from his place. Well, there's only 15 minutes gone. Get him out. Yeah. Well, 3 nil down, so now's as yeah. good a time as any. I think they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that yeah. so much. Yeah, they were four one down with one minute to go in the first half. Yeah, yeah. you think it wouldn't get worse? See <laughs> <than> another. <laughs> not four one. You've four always one, got a chance. No, not anymore. Mm. Not anymore. Right, let's go to the highlights of the week. Highlights of the week. Yeah, what have we got or the here? Weekends, um, one of the things of note is that Teddy Sheringham scun at uh, scun. Sorry about that. <laughs> Teddy Sheringham's I, I, scum. I've never met the guy. Teddy Sheringham's son. Yeah, who he uh, uses as a gun. Yeah, scored, <laughs> a, uh, scored a hat-trick against uh, Gosport Barrow at the weekend. Oh, wow. yeah. He's 28 and he plays for Ebbsfleet. So he's got a hat-trick. I thought That's that was nice. a worthy yeah. of note. Um, wow. What have we got here? Louis T. Moorhead. Um, the seething rage of Matt Letizia at the half-time in the EFL Cup mm-hmm, final. Mm-hmm. Like a substitute teacher finally pushed over the edge, he was about two seconds away from dropping the F-bomb on live TV. Couldn't agree more. Yep. That's definitely got to go in there. Um, what have we got here? Gary Ricks, not really a highlight seeing Claudio get the boot, but I can't wait to see Pete's face when Pardew manages the current Premier League champions in the Champions League against Sevilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thinking Rangers. Could happen, could happen. Mm. Um, Either way, great choices. Yeah. Here's, here's one for you, um, uh, Pete, from Ben Bennett. Um, That's not his name. Apparently like. it is. Mm-hmm. Trying to persuade Pete Donaldson to pay for, play for my team, I'm the player manager, kit man, secretary and chief financial backer in Hong Kong with the promise of mu- with the promise of as much Sing Tao and bubble tea as he can drink, only to be pied off by him as he was already in mainland China by then. I was out of there. I was Has- a ghost. Hashtag explain yourself. I, would, I had trainers and shorts. I would have played. Did you really? Yeah, I did. But Tra- you didn't. I, I, trainers. I, I, I wanted to go for a run. Did that happen? No. <laughs> I to had too many sing towers. Valuable luggage space. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, I ben. bought a massive plate with the Prime Minister of China on it. It's massive. What, he actually came with oh, the plate. He finally got brilliant. a big plate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got my big plate, Alan. is beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Continues a pace. Wouldn't you bring it in? Because yeah. he's, he's already smashed it. He <laughs> used it for the, uh, for the video afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, and we'll finish off by this. Leo Bryan, I like this one. He says, Mark Hughes spent so much time pre-week worrying about the handshake. He 
you forgot to discuss tactics, you got pumped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, that's probably scarily accurate. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. We've yeah. got to mention uh, Carlo Ancelotti's 1,000th game in charge. Mm. As, as imagine, what was the score at Wenger's 1,000th game in charge? Oh, I don't know. They they got battered, didn't wasn't they? it 6-0 to Chelsea or something yeah. like that? I thought it was the 8-2 game. Oh, no, 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 that, that wasn't that it. Was okay. Was it, am I right in saying that? I think they got heavily beaten, yeah. yeah it was remarkable okay. yeah. at the time, yeah. Well, Ancelotti's a thousandth, a thousandth game in charge as manager. Buy an eight Hamburg nil. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's the one. Ruthless. Clean <laughs> sheet. <laughs> how many did Lewandowski get? He got, he got three, didn't he? He got a hat-trick. Helped himself. Business as usual. Yeah. Another highlight. I've got to mention this. Ronaldinho. Yeah. Carnival's coming up. Okay. It always seems to be coming up. It's like London Fashion Week. It's always on. Yeah. You, that's because we're with Peter. Not, not a month goes past without you mentioning Carnival. Well, he's bringing out a range of... T- you remember, you know, um, the song... Uh, I'm full of money, let's drink. Yeah, exactly, of course. Yeah, How can well, I forget that? Well, he's bringing out a range of T-shirts ahead of Carnival with the slogan, Let's drink, I'm single. Uh, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Let's, let's drink now that I'm single again. Something like that. That's my slogan. <laughs> See you in court, Ronaldinho. And you know when you're in trouble and it just sort of morphs itself into, let's drink. <laughs> I'm thought- then just drink. Just quietly. <laughs> into a glass. I thought you hadn't finished the slogan. I thought it was let's drink I'm single see you in court <laughs> <laughs> there we are any more for any more no I'm spent um, I enjoy you. the fact that Tony Pulis has got 7 goals out of 36 year old Gareth McCauley this season yeah, that's so that worth highlighting is he not their top scorer in the league I don't know uh, Rondon's got around the same amount I think but yeah he's an amazing return it's great set, so Pulis and Gareth McCauley's very humble as well in an interview I saw of him the other day he said oh, I'll, I'll just keep playing as long as someone gives me a job yeah. that's, that's, that's what he great. said Abs- absolutely good yeah. to see much like the rest of us <laughs> Yeah, I um, think so. <laughs> oh, and we should say Yakubu. He had an hamstring injury. Oh yeah, yeah the hundred and fifty emails we got about that video. He was yeah. the man was injured. Have a bit of respect. As soon as I saw it, I thought no, he's a goal hanger. If he was yeah, being I lazy, he'd why, be I in the know, box. I don't know. Yeah, why was he on the right wing? Or, yeah. oh, <laughs> have a bit of respect for an elderly gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that how one could have th- thought that yeah, was his yeah, actual yes. performance. Yeah, yeah. but he's got uh, a thirty-nine-year-old hand strap. Yeah, exactly. But positionally, he still got it. <laughs> I, can, right. I can appreciate as well how you might see that video and go, "That something looks a bit wrong about that." No, I'm not going to research it. I'll assume this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, there we are. Right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. We'll be back on Friday, of course, for the preview show. Peter. Uh, can I give a quick mention to a uh, charity football match that I've been meaning to mention for a few weeks now? When I said any more for any more... Mm. Well, that was, it's not highlight of the week, is it? Okay. It's something that might be happening, is but it is sh- happening. Is it a charity to get you a new shirt? Because I'll just give you 50 quid. Uh, right, mind. there's nothing wrong with my shirt. It's a floral a number, <laughs> and like you it. seem number. to think that I've got a bit James May. It's a floral number. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a floral number. Yeah. Is it, this is, this is, is all football. This is all... You look like you're about to sing Mamma Man, Man Number 5. Right? I'll take it. I'll take Ricky Martin. Lou yeah. Baker. Lou well, Baker. Ricky Martin yeah. quality. No, I Lou am Baker. Ricky Martin quality. He looks like he's about to sing it in Marbella. Yeah. Uh, Dulwich Hamlet versus Centrepoint. It's a homelessness awareness game. It's a great charity. Uh, we've done little bits and little bits and bobs uh, with them before. It's a football match that's taking place uh, at uh, Champion Hill Stadium, which is uh, obviously Dulwich Hamlet's ground. It's down the road from me, that's Seven, in South London. 7.45pm, uh, uh, and it's going to be taking place on Wednesday the 1st of March. I may be taking to the field with Jason Lee. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay. Jason Lee. Uh, uh-huh. I'll, I'll probably come down. It's just down the road from me. I'll probably exactly. Yeah, Think right. we're going to pull up in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very affordable. Couple of quid. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. <laughs> Say goodbye, PT. <laughs> That was my best last impression. What, the whole show?
Um, I don't like to ever suck my shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably putting him off. <laughs> Is there a meadow in the room? <laughs> a dark meadow? I'm getting hay fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of that gothic feel. <laughs> gothic hair fever. Just licorice running out of your nose. <laughs> Black eyeliner running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You're not ready, are you? <laughs> uh, the thing is, the thing I've done this before. The thing that's making me laugh is that is that he comes back for the first show mm. wearing the most objectionable <laughs> item of clothing I've ever seen. Yeah, I've mm. got a pair of boxer shorts with the word <laughs> written on. <laughs> Stop making it better. You're basically saying you can go worse if you want to, even if you're wearing them. And presumably, you'd have trousers on. Scream if you want to go faster, look, <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, here we go. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> 